0: Garage. Hey, here we go again. Big night tonight. Yeah, we got three on tonight. We hope. We hope. If everybody you know, calls, they, we got three lined yeah, up. So I mean that's we have confirmed three. Now they just have to give us a call. So um. make for a make for a short night for an old guy. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh ah, beautiful today, Tobe. Little rain, sun came out, and no wind. No wind for the first time. Hardly any wind, I should say. There was a breeze, but just a breeze. Yeah. What is it? April twentieth or something? It might have been our first day without wind in April. It
1: could easy be. But yeah. But I'll take it. You bet. New one again tonight. We go wingless tonight.
0: Go wingless. Yeah, uh, C, what,
1: C. J. Leary, I believe C. you told me. C. J.
0: Yeah, I think he races a little bit of everything, though. I mean, he's known for his midgets and Usac yep. and stuff like that. But I think he races a little bit of everything, doesn't oh, he? I
1: don't know. I didn't research much. I'm going into this just going to shoot from the hip and see what we come up with.
0: We'll we'll see what he has. <laughs> so, um you know, I was listening to some other podcasts today, Tobin. It's just a little interesting. We're we're not near as fancy. Oh, no, no, no,
1: you know, no. Maybe
0: we should tell people what our actually setup is because we're... They
1: might we're laugh at us then.
0: We <laughs> Maybe a little bit of a redneck compared to all these other guys. But um, we got a club cracker box <laughs> with an air freshener on top of it that we put the phone on. Above the microphone and that we have. we we do have a really good high-dollar mic. Um, and that's it. And that's it. <laughs> and our... Sponsors aren't paying us really anything. It's kind of just free will for us talking about them. And, uh, you know, uh, that's the, I, I should say that. One of the sponsors, I mean, they did help buy the mic. But that's that's pretty much the only thing we've gotten so far from our sponsors. Stickers. So if there is any sponsors, yeah. oh, stickers. yeah, Octane Inc. gives us a bunch of stickers. So I should say that, too. So, um, we're not
1: totally doing this pro bono.
0: No, but if anybody does want to pay us, we'll gladly well, take money. I'll take money, but I'm having a lot of fun either way. <laughs> Uh, Quick, you know, the one thing I read is maybe mention some other podcasts and maybe they'll mention you in return. Um, Dirt Nerds, you know, I watched them a little bit today. Um, Way more advanced than us. They probably know what's going on. We don't. So, um, but hey, you know, give them a listen. See if you like them. Hopefully you like us better, but uh, give them a listen and see what what happens there. And the the last thing I'm going to say before we get to CJ is, if you can give us a rating, I don't care if it's a one, if we're not very good, give us a one. Well, we just but, want
1: to know if we need to improve.
0: You know, it, if you, you know, I looked up dirt racing podcasts or just, you know, racing podcasts and a bunch of these other dirt ones showed up, but guess what I didn't see? Didn't see us? I didn't see Hoagie's Garage. <laughs> well, I didn't expect us to we're, see us. We're
1: pretty new yet.
0: Yeah, but, uh... Give us a rating because that's the only way we kind of bump up and maybe more people listen to us. So, how do you do that? Can I give us a rating? I probably don't yeah, count if can't. I do it. Okay, I gave us a rating. Oh, okay, good man. Yep. Yep. I don't so. even know how to do it. So,
1: <laughs> that's how advanced we are.
0: That's right. All right, we'll be right back with CJ. I'd like to thank Octane Inc. from T. South Dakota. They pretty much do a little bit of everything. They are known for their raps. They rap Golf carts, uh, snowmobiles, um, trailers, sprint cars, hobby stocks, it doesn't matter. Uh, Side by sides, they wrap it. Uh, They also do coolers and they will also do clothing. You can have t-shirts made there. Um, You name it, these guys can do it. I work with Brett uh, Vanderbrink all the time. He is amazing. And I can't thank him enough for how much he helps me. And if I were you guys, I would definitely check out Octane Inc. You can contact them by calling 605-213-8343. It is 800 East Prescott in T, South Dakota. And again, they're just great people to work with. Hey, and we're back with CJ. CJ, could you just give us a little update on maybe how old you are, family a little bit? Do you got a girlfriend? Do you got a wife? What do you have?
2: Yeah, I uh, actually just had a birthday on Sunday. I turned 26. Well, happy birthday. Um, Just a little late, but not too bad. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, I appreciate it. Um, Super family orientated. Uh, You know, our race team's been based around me and my dad the last you know, eight to 10 years. Um, and then I do have a pretty serious girlfriend with Christy Bem and she does, uh, the pit reporting for USAC. So, uh, it's been a lot of fun the last four years traveling, uh, the circuit with her and, um, getting to know each other and, and, uh, starting our lives together. But, uh, just a lot of miles traveled with, uh, with USAC and I have a uh, English black lab named Charlie. He goes everywhere with me, so that's uh, a a lot of fun too. You bet.
1: Can't go wrong with a lab for a dog.
0: So, so, are you saying that you've been dating her for four years? Yes. Oh.
1: Well, that works out nice, though, that you're kind of both in the same business. You're traveling together. Yeah. You're not going separate routes. So.
2: Yeah, she's uh she's actually getting ready to graduate in three weeks. Uh, she's going to be a school psychologist. So. She's going to have to quit reporting here soon and uh, have a real job. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, that don't sound like as much fun as going to the races.
2: <laughs> no, it probably pays a lot better, though. Well, that could easy
1: be. <laughs> so how old were you when you got started? I mean, did you do the traditional route with midgets or micros and that sort of thing? or?
2: Um, I think it goes way before that, like growing up uh, at the racetrack with my dad. Uh, he was driving, you know, back in the 90s, the midgets and silver crown cars, and, um, you know, it came around to be my turn. Um, we, we got a go-kart, and uh, now we race go-karts for, you know, from 5 to 13 or whatever before we got a, a TQ midget, and we, we raced that for two years and uh, had a lot of success, won two championships and a uh, shit ton of races, um, and then... We got our first non-wing sprint car, and I think I ran at Bloomington when I was 14 or 15 years old, and <clears throat> I think that was the only place that would let us run, honestly, in Indiana. Oh, for
1: being that young or whatever.
2: Yeah. Yep. Um, we had pretty much dominated everything that we'd done beforehand, so we went into the sprint car world thinking that we were going to do the same thing, and uh, Tracy Hines, a really good friend of mine, and kind of mentor when I started racing sprint cars, and He's like, "Well, what are your goals this year?" I'm like, "Oh, we're gonna win at least ten races this year." And we found out really quickly that that wasn't <laughs> what was gonna happen. I think I tore ten race cars up that year instead of winning ten races, but um, it was a lot of fun. And and the first thing he told me when I when I got started was if I was gonna be in the sport very long, that I needed to wor- learn how to to work on them, build them, fix them, basically do everything myself. You know, he said that. Uh, most car owners don't want a driver that, that needs a crew chief or or needs a mechanic to work on it so they can't afford to have one they, you just uh kind of come as a whole package you well, got, that's was, a,
1: go ahead no that's a good thing to have i mean it opens if you do need a new ride someday it always opens doors for you when you can do that much more stuff too
2: yeah for sure it helps uh it's definitely helped me secure my rides the last four or five years and you know it hasn't been easy uh it seemed like i went this is the first year that i've got to drive for uh, the same car owner two years in a row Uh, i've been really fortunate with bill michael uh he's been a pleasure to work with last two years and hopefully we can keep doing it but in years past i've had to build completely new race teams um from november to february and it's. It's getting harder and harder to do with uh, the way parts are, and I think trailers are uh, 14 months out now, and well, I can't even get tires right now.
1: No, no, I was just talking with Brenda with Rosie's Raceland, and yeah, they're, they're getting a few tires in, but not, not like they'd like to have.
2: Yeah, no, for sure. I was at uh, Cusier Midwest yesterday trying to get uh, just two right rears for this weekend, and uh, they had zero. So uh, I ended up having to drive to Bennett's today, and, and he had a couple of tires uh, that I could get, which was, which was nice, but I had to drive, you know, an hour and a half out of my way to get them, so it, it sucked.
0: Yeah, that's, that's not good for the sport of racing at all. So no,
1: we're
2: especially, especially since we haven't even started racing yet, really.
1: Yeah. So where are you running this weekend, then?
2: Uh, I'm going to drive Brandon Gray's uh, sprint car at Montpelier. I think there's a boss race there, 3000 to win. That's cool. good. What, what have you all
0: driven? What kind of cars have you all driven? From Chili Bowl to 410 sprints?
2: I've drove midgets, sprint cars, silver crown cars, dirt and pavement, both on the sprint car and the silver crown car, um, wing sprint car. I ran some super late model stuff on pavement um, a long time ago. Um, i ran some super late model dirt stuff i ran like two races in florida for a buddy of mine uh those things are are a lot different to drive than what i was used to <laughs> um, what I think uh, that's about it honestly well that's well, quite that's, a few <laughs> that's a,
1: that's like 12 more than me and bud have driven
2: what,
1: <laughs> well i did drive a go-kart we raced go-karts out at fulkins's for a while
0: yeah you know.
2: hey go-karts are a lot of fun what
0: which one of those is your favorite to drive
2: um, probably the dirt silver crown car there's there's nothing quite like uh, getting to run on a mile I know we only get to do it twice a year now but um, that feeling when you roll out for practice and the place is pretty juicy is uh, unlike anything else I've ever done
1: well there aren't too many mile tracks left in the country even are there yeah.
2: no there's uh, Springfield and DeCoin and my favorite track of all time was the Indianapolis Fairgrounds and they just closed uh, yep Last, last year, so that really bursted my bubble.
0: So, going into that, that was actually my next question I have written down. What, what are your favorite racetracks that you've been to?
2: Um, I really enjoy getting to go to Paris in California. That's one that's always been on top of my list. I don't know if it's my favorite track, but it's, it's one that I really enjoy going to. I think it's probably because we only get to go there one weekend out of the whole year on the sprint car side of things. Um, pretty much all the half miles, uh, Port Royal, Knoxville, Eldora, Terre Haute is honestly at the bottom of my list on the half miles I've, I've struggled there for years. Um, so I'm really, really excited for the the updates to Terre Haute that uh, Bernie and Ronk are doing. It's, it's hopefully going to be a lot better.
1: So as long as we're talking tracks, well, you were at Houston's last year, no... I, I realized it was a horrible showing for fans. I mean, there couldn't have been 300 people in the stands, but um, they missed a whale of a show. I'm sitting there pushing, and I, I that's one of the best shows I've seen in years that you guys and the midgets put on. That I, you coming back there then this year too?
2: Yeah, yeah, we'll be going back. Honestly, Houston's, uh my first time there was in 2016. I was driving uh, the Amati 66, and... Um, First round of hot laps, we had a a fuel line come loose or whatever had happened. I don't remember, but I had caught on fire and I had burnt both of my ankles and I really wasn't too excited to get the backup car down to qualify, um, but I put a new suit on, new shoes, new socks, the whole shooting match and um, got the backup car out, fired it up, went out to qualify and flipped my dick off, threw the front rack up over the catch fence, and I got out and I told those guys that I was going home.
1: (laughs) That's a horrible way to start out on a new track.
2: So from 16, we didn't go back until last year. And obviously last year was a really good weekend for me. We won two two out of the three nights and took home the the big payday. So it went from one of my least favorite places to (laughs) probably one of my favorite places. Well,
1: hopefully this year they moved it up, and hopefully that'll get the crowd a little better because, you know, you get to fight in school, and then football is big around here, and that hurts every racetrack around here. But hopefully the people realize what they missed last year and they show up this year.
2: Well, that's wing country up there.
1: Yep, but that's what I mean. They didn't show up, but hopefully... I mean, I've told everybody I've seen. I said, that's one of the best shows I've seen in a long time.
2: Yeah, I mean, I really, I really felt bad for Matt Wood. You know, he stuck his neck out on the line. And, oh, yeah. You know, there wasn't very many race cars, honestly, for, you know, 20,000 to win. Uh, felt like um, some more guys should have went up there and supported him for what he was doing.
1: Well, hopefully they come this year. It's more, like I said, it's in it June or July. It's July, I think, this year. Yeah. I don't know. Didn't, didn't research that. Don't pay no attention. We ain't that fussed. I just got to show up and push. That's all I got to do, so... <laughs>
0: What's, uh, what's some of the biggest races that you've won so far or maybe not even winning? What do you consider the biggest races that you've been a part of?
2: Um, you know, I think going back to Paris, I think, uh, you know, I've won the 360 Oval Nationals and the 410 Oval Nationals and, uh, those that definitely rank up there pretty high. Um, I've won four crown, both in the sprint car and the silver crown, um, anytime you win in a silver crown car you've done something you know winning a 100 lap race is tough so um, we won the Sumar Classic I think in 16 that was before I ever won my first national sprint car race actually Um, so that was that was really cool Um, your first my first national win came at Kokomo a place that I have a billion laps at was super special Um, you know funny story about that was uh I was driving the Amati 66 that same year that I crashed at Houston and um we won Kokomo at the Smackdown and uh Shane Wade wasn't there and I told him I was gonna keep the trophy and he (laughs) fired me over keeping that trophy seriously seriously so um I never drove the car again after uh after not giving the trophy, and I felt like I was entitled to to the trophy after winning my my first national race, and you know, I, trophies now, I mean, they are, you know, whatever they are, but yeah, uh, that one that one was special to me. Absolutely.
1: Well, that's I've never heard of anybody getting fired for keeping a trophy. That's a new one for yeah, me. Yeah, I mean,
2: I mean, it was a cold hard art trophy. It was pretty cool. Um, and I know cold hard art. I was going to get another one made. And give to Shane, because I, I knew that he wanted it too, so I was going to get one made while well, I got fired beforehand. so
1: <laughs> Didn't bother getting the uh, second one made then, did you?
2: No, I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> Therefore, I, I also didn't get paid for that weekend either, so that that oh was really a, sh- a shot in the foot. So
1: Just pouring salt into the wound then?
2: Oh, uh, basically. Well. But I didn't, I didn't care at that point. I was just happy to win a freaking race after... Uh, <laughs> on tour for so many years
0: you bet hey we're going to take a quick break and we'll be right back drg mechanical in Leicester, iowa they can help you with whole house geothermal systems for heat air and hot water leak repair regular furnace and air conditioner maintenance home comfort evaluation and system load analysis construction and remodel planning assistance new features for your kitchen and bathroom they do it all they are amazing uh i'd even like to say that i used to work with them back when i was in high school and in college um, just an absolute great company loved working with dan gerber Davey roman uh, just absolutely great great people and a very well-run business give them a call 1-800-745-6970 they have more locations than just lester iowa um, but that's the one that i call home because there's no better place than lester iowa all right we're back at the garage with cj um
1: who were some of your favorite drivers growing up I mean, everybody always, you know, we've all grown up watching race, and I'm assuming, obviously, your dad probably was. But
2: yeah, I think that's a given. Is uh, you know, my dad's always been like my hero. Um, you know, every every little kid wants to be be just like their dad growing up. But uh, yeah, I think I think of guys like Tracy Hines and uh, Jack Hewitt, uh, Bubby Jones. Um, uh man! I'm drawing a blank right now. Honestly. Welcome those to are, my world, are, <laughs> man. You're <laughs> young; we're just, old. Like, just just <laughs> off the top of my head, those guys were some of the guys that I enjoyed watching. I still like going back and watching those old races and seeing seeing those guys race. It's a uh, that it was a hell of a time back in the '80s and the '90s. There era of racing was just so cool.
0: Yep. So, you know, when we were on a little break there, we were talking just a little bit, and you were saying that you were watching Flow. Um, In your mind, how much has Flow, Dirt Vision, you know, maybe some of the others, helped uh, any kind of sprint car racing?
2: I think it's helped tremendously. I think it helps us bring bigger sponsors in, and uh, sponsors can keep up with the races a lot better, uh, fans can keep up with some racing all over the country uh, I have a lot of fans in Pennsylvania that would just love to move to Indiana and, and watch non-wing sprint car racing but they're stuck in in a wing world And um, you know like right now I'm watching freaking Bridgeport watching Alex Bowman run the sprint car out there tonight um, but I think being able to watch all these races has helped even racers, you know, I'm sitting here watching it on my T V in my shop. So I think it's uh it's good and bad. You know, I I used to attend some races when I'm not racing and now I'm just like oh, I could watch it on flow instead of going and supporting yeah. the racetrack. So yeah, I see both sides of it. Um you know the it's definitely a lot cheaper to, to sit here and watch than go to the racetrack with, with fuel prices and everything. Um but Overall I think it's changed the game tremendously.
1: Oh, absolutely. It made it nice for us. Well so we I don't we don't dare turn the TV on here. I'll get sidetracked and we'll have a ten minute pause while we're watching the feature or something in our podcast. <laughs> yeah. But so you were mentioning Alex Bowman and like I know he ran the Chili Bowl this year. Were you busting his balls then already and giving him a hard time or did that all come later or?
2: Uh, i think we bust each other's balls uh pretty much non-stop throughout the year um uh, we're became really good friends uh the last four or five years and um the best thing i ever did was getting to build a sprint car um you know he was just in love with his midgets and his pavement midget and um you know just running Ch- chili bull every year i'm like dude you need to build a, a non-wing or a, or a wing sprint car and we'll go race it it's it's a hell of a lot easier and and it's uh you don't need a fab shop to build it. Um, so last year I ran probably 20 or 25 wing races for Alex. And, um, you know, I don't have much wing, wing experience at all. Uh, I think I'd ran maybe 10 races before I drove his car. Um, so it was uh, definitely a learning curve. And getting to work with Joe Gertie was, was uh, you know, a little tough. Um, hell of a wrench, hell of a guy. I love Joe. Um, He just was uh, just quiet all the time. I think after racing for so many years that you just um, just go with the flow. You know, he didn't tell me when I was doing good or when I was doing bad. So that was tough for me. So I relied on Alex a lot to, you know, just watch on flow or on dirt vision and just tell me, you know, when I'm fucking up or when I'm doing something good. Um, so now the role's reversed and I'm getting (laughs) to do that back to him. Um, so, uh, I think think it's, it's good for him to, to get a race as much as he can. You know, I think obviously he, he races a lot of NASCAR as it is, but running these dirt races, you know, after I think his first race was circle city last year, um, he ran, ran one night last year or earlier this year. I can't remember, but, um, he got out after the feature and he was completely drained. He was exhausted. And <laughs> it's just, I think you just use so much different muscles. And I think, uh, just being excited, like, like, uh, the speed, obviously it's not as fast as an Ascar, but like everything happens, I think just as fast. Um, yeah, so I not, think it just,
1: it's not faster cause you're in a smaller, smaller arena or circle, whatever you want to say, you know?
2: Yeah, exactly. So it was really cool to get to see him run his first laps in a non-wing or in a, a wing sprint car. I think he would love to turn some laps in a non-wing car, but I don't know if yeah. Mr. H would approve of that or not.
1: <laughs> <laughs> They've gotten way more lenient on that with them NASCAR drivers. I mean, Larson's kind of switched that up for a lot of guys. You know, you're starting to see more and more of them come down and race different events which I think is yeah. great for our sport.
2: I think it's good for, for the drivers, I think it's good for the fans to, you know, they follow their favorite NASCAR driver to the dirt track and then I think they become hooked forever. So um, definitely good letting those guys come out and do what they love to do.
0: Yeah, I I've, I've said that for years. If it, you know the dirt track fans would just watch dirt track races, I think they'd be hooked you instantly.
1: Mean- NASCAR fans. NASCAR fans. Would yeah. watch so, dirt track. Yeah, yeah. see, I say we're say not backwards. We're, we're, yeah. Well, you yeah. said dirt track both. So dirt hey, track I, fans watching dirt track races, which is what they do. Yeah. See, we can feed each other a little too once
0: in a while. So. <laughs> 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 oh, you bet. So you kind of mentioned this a little bit earlier with tires too, but um, does does the gas prices? Does you know finding parts uh, tires is. How how big is that going to affect you guys this year?
2: Um, you know, I thought it was going to be a big deal last year um, with with COVID and everything, but um, you know, I, I built a brand new sprint car team with Bill Michael and Michael Motorsports last year, and we built two new cars, a mule, you know, new trucker trailer, and uh, we pretty much had everything built and ready to go um, for Florida last year, and so. Luckily, um, you know, a year later now, we have most of everything we need to race, you know, except for the expendables like, you know, tires and fuel. And, um, you know, we're actually replacing parts that uh, typically get tore up, but we didn't really tear anything up, which is a good thing. But still, you need to replace that stuff at some point. Um, so, yeah, I think, I think uh, at some point here, I mean, we already seen races get canceled in uh, Pennsylvania due to the tire shortage. So, uh, mm. luckily for us, I have a cargo container next to my shop here full of used shoes tires. So, um, hopefully, we can just keep racing, and it will be stockpiled um, all summer long.
1: Yeah. So, what what are your plans then for this year? How many races do you have on your schedule?
2: I think I have close to 90 races on my schedule this year between uh, – the USAC stuff, the extreme stuff, uh, Silver Crown, uh, pavement sprint car. Um, I think I, I think I don't have any wing stuff uh, scheduled. I think Alex is gonna gonna do all the wing stuff this year. Um, so I think I'm right at about 90 races, which is which is a shit ton. But um, that'll and, keep you, you know, busy,
1: that's for sure. It,
2: it will, and like like I said, I'm going to run Brandon Gray's car this weekend. Uh, we won the No Way Out 40 with that car about a month ago, so uh, it's nice for him to, to supply that car to go run local shows or, or whatever I want to go race whenever I'm not running running the national stuff. So that's uh, definitely a nice tool to have have uh, in my pocket.
1: Now, being why I do so much research before this show starts, where do you call home?
2: Uh, Greenfield, Indiana okay uh I was born and raised here it's uh it's my home you know i have a a nice shop here and, and uh you know i think it works out really good for for bill um you know he's out of chino valley arizona so um he wanted to come and start an national sprint car team and i think you know me having a shop here a place to work and uh, we get along really good he's he's a hell of a guy uh, the only thing that we had to run. The only thing he cared about was running a Ford engine. So, um, the last year and a half I've been, um, learning and trying to make the Ford a better piece each and every weekend. So we've changed about everything on it. <laughs> um, he builds the motors himself and, uh, Gerald yeah. Crespin helps him. And, um, so there were a lot of nights spent in the shop, tearing motors down and putting them, changing stuff, putting them back together. So, that's a side of the, the racing that I I'm not that big part of I've always I had a really good engine builder with Scott Gerkin and one-way technologies um, you know we lost Scotty last year so um, he's not there anymore but um, those guys still take good care of me and uh, so getting to learn uh, more about the engines and you know what does what I think it just made me a more broad, broad range driver slash mechanic. Um, so that was, that was a lot of fun last year. And actually we, we have a Chevrolet in the car right now. We, we hurt both boards in Florida, uh, which sucked. Uh, it's like, we just talked, we can't get parts. So we're waiting on pistons right now.
1: Yeah. Now, did you say Gerald Cressman?
2: Gerald Cressman, yeah. Okay.
1: So then when you come to Hussitz, then you're, like, racing in his backyard.
2: Yeah, last year uh, when we came to Hussitz, he uh, had he had one of the Fords, and he had just uh, freshened it up or was making a change, and, and we picked it up there to shop and put it in. So it was yep. it was nice to save a little bit on the shipping bill, and we got to hang out there at his place, so the hospitality was nice.
0: Yeah, cause when but, my, Motors must have been all right because you did good that weekend. <laughs>
2: yeah yeah it was uh definitely definitely a damn good weekend his
1: boy always ran fords too when he runs
0: sprints up here
2: yeah i uh i remember that a little bit
0: we're gonna take uh one more quick break and then we'll be right back lester days 2022 is august 20th put that on your calendar it's going to be another great year um You know, last year we had a smoking competition and we're going to do that again. We had fire truck rides. We had a little kid uh, tractor pull, a golf ball drop. Um, You know, we're add we're going to add some things that we think are going to be a lot of fun and you know, we're going to, I think have a glow run on Friday night, the night before, so just a bunch of fun things that are going on in the great village of Lester, Iowa. Come and enjoy the day with us in Lester. All right, and we're back with Hoogies Garage. Uh, CJ, so I know that sprint car racing, um, you know, and we were talking a little bit before. I don't remember if it was Kyle Larson or who I heard this from, but uh, actually, it wasn't. It was Chase Elliott or something like that. He said, "In NASCAR, you have forever to pass people for the most part, but in sprint car racing, you see an opening, you got to go now or it's gone." Um, that that can lead to some hard feelings. Maybe some hard feelings between drivers once in a while. How do you how do you deal with all that?
2: Um, I try to have very few friends um <laughs> you, you know i i only associate with probably two or three drivers outside of you know the racetrack or inside the racetrack uh, you know jake swanson kevin thomas jr um uh, jason mcdougall uh, probably a couple others but um man you just you have to race those guys Week in and week out, and, and feelings can get hurt really easily. and um, You know, but typically we shake it off and then we move on. So that's that's a good thing about sprint car racing. We get to race three, four nights a week sometimes, and um, typically we forget about what happened the night before pretty quick.
1: Yeah, that's well. you have to. If you didn't get over it, you'd go nuts racing all summer against guys you were pissed off at. But um, so now we just want to give you a chance – you know, to mention some of your sponsors, you know, who helps you out and whatnot.
2: Yeah, you know, uh, obviously without Bill, this isn't possible. And, uh, you know, it's a, a big rotational molding company in uh, Arizona and Prescott. Uh, you know, it's called Kodiak Products. They make a, a bear-proof trash can. They sell cans all over the United States. Uh, so, obviously, without him, this isn't possible. But we got a bunch of, a bunch of little guys like uh, Gray Auto uh, Highsmith Guns, they have an indoor shooting range here in my hometown, It's uh, pretty damn cool. I like that. Um, yeah. Um, but, uh, you know, like Pro Shocks, they gave me free shocks the last five or six years. They've been a huge supporter of mine. Uh, actually, I own a, a shock company too. Um, shout out to Brad Wilson, he's uh, Employee of the Month. Um, uh, Gerald Cressman for, you know, sticking with Bill and, and me and um, you know, supplying good engines uh, all last year and this year. And so, I mean, those are the main ones. Uh, uh, Dan Pace with um, DC Dyno. We do a bunch of wheel dyno in there at his place. Uh, he actually went with us last weekend to Missouri, or two weekends ago to Missouri, and pitched a ride with us. So um, Simpson, Desiree, she's taken care of me for 10-plus years. She's uh, She's awesome always supplies me with helmets and suits so uh keeps me safe for sure um dave sharply uh, takes care of my seat inserts uh, darren Pittman's doing a hell of a job with with ultra shield um got me a couple of new seats for the season um so i think that pretty much wraps up um all the guys that take care of me
0: that's awesome what do you have some future plans? I mean, what do you see yourself doing, maybe in five years or ten years? What What's your hopes?
2: Oh man, uh, honestly, I have. I'm, I love sprint car racing. Uh, there's no drama. There's no politics. It's just uh, just going racing with the people you you want to go with and have fun with, and um, that's what it's all about, you know. If I can't have fun doing this, it's not worth doing. Um, so I think. I'm gonna try and drive as long as I can. Obviously, I have goals of wanting to go to IndyCar, NASCAR, but I mean, those goals are just dreams at this point, right? So um, yeah, but
1: you gotta you have never dreams. Know. You gotta have you dreams. Never know. I keep dreaming about winning the lottery too. So
2: <laughs> I mean, you gotta pay to play, right? Yep, that you do. So, um, I don't know. Like, obviously, at some point, I'm not gonna be able to drive anymore. And I think that's where, you know, since I set my own shit up and you know, and fabricate, I can do everything. I think I'll I'll probably be a mechanic at some point, a crew chief. So um, when that time comes, I'll have to to cross that bridge at that point. But I think I'll always be in racing. It's something that I really really love. I really enjoy it. I spend seven days a week in the shop. Uh, it's just being built, typically in the shop or even going racing, it's just us two. And my dad helps out as much as he can, but, uh, with the business and stuff, he's not always around. So, um, without the, the passion for the sport, um, you know, it's a lot, you oh, know, yeah. we race a lot. You'd burn out. Yeah. So it's trust so- me, I've burned, I've burnt a bunch of people out, a bunch of friends, a bunch of employees that, you know, don't, obviously don't love it as much as I do. Yeah. So.
1: It's the love that keeps you going
2: that's right so all right um it's not a bad gig
1: either (laughs) (laughs) next little segment just we got some speed questions we ask you they're pretty simple um what's your favorite flavor of ice cream
2: um probably cookie dough
1: um it's fairly obvious it sounds like your dog is jealous you're not playing with him but cat or dog person
2: dog for sure (laughs) do you have any hobbies I love to fish. When, I, when I'm not racing, I'm fishing. Me and Jason, we go fishing normally once, twice a week, whenever we can get away.
0: Awesome. Uh, favorite movie? Uh,
2: probably. Man, you can, you uh, can pass
1: on any of these, you know. We're, we throw them out there for you.
2: Yeah. Man, uh, I'm honestly a, a big movie guy. I don't know if I can narrow it down to just one. Um, so I'll just pass.
1: Well, then we'll just say action, romance, if you're with the girlfriend or.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, honestly, we do. We, we watch a lot of movies and, uh, we just, we pick a random one and we'll watch it. And, um, you know, like we're, uh, watch a lot of movies, a lot of TV series. So we've watched about everything on Netflix. So that's uh, nice too. Yeah.
1: Um, first thing you drink when you wake up in the morning.
2: Um, probably water, uh, water, orange juice.
1: So well, you get both of it where you live, but snow or rain, what's your favorite?
2: Oh man.
1: Or neither. Depends.
2: <laughs> Cause neither, they all screw honestly. up racing. Neither, neither <laughs> is probably the best answer.
0: <laughs> so kind of along with that, would you rather it be 105 or five degrees? Uh,
2: 105
0: I uh, hate being cold. <laughs> <laughs> uh, if you're going to go out to eat somewhere, where's your favorite places?
2: Um, you know, I'm probably going to get Mexican food. We love Mexican food here. I know it's odd because we're in Indiana and we probably don't have the best Mexican food in the world, but um, that's like our, probably our ritual. We start at Mexican food on the weekends and then we'll go to Applebee's or, um, you know, steak and shake or whatever. Uh, we have our, 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 routine where we hit those same restaurants every weekend. So,
1: then being, as we're talking food, what's the, what's your favorite thing to eat then?
2: What do you order uh, uh, when you go for Mexican? I order carne asada tacos with a side of rice, and, uh, it comes with some, like, uh, chipotle sauce. It's, it's actually pretty fire. <laughs> a little
0: zip to it. Um, favorite holiday? Uh, Christmas. A couple new ones. That, well, I guess a couple new, a couple old. What what, what app do you have on your phone that you use the most?
2: Mm, Instagram, probably.
0: Um, how many speeding tickets do you have? Seven, I think. Well, that's not too bad. We well, just had Danny Lazowski on, and he said before he got his CDL.
1: Wasn't it like? Forty a month or something like that? Or well it wasn't that bad. But it, it was four I don't know, four a week or something. It was crazy. He he said he got a lot of lawyer bills.
2: Well, actually the last time I got a ticket was I ran a Little Five Hundred, uh, I think 2018 and um you know, I was exhausted after five hundred laps and I got my dually, my dad got his dually. We pulled out of the racetrack and we both kinda goose it and we get pulled over by the state cop and obviously he's can't he's having a hard time pulling us both over at once because you know when he gets behind one of us the other one tries to take off and uh, he finally gets us both pulled over and he uh he's giving a shit for drag racing he's like you guys didn't get enough of it i'm like i'm fed up i'm like just write the fucking ticket so i can go home and my dad had had two or three beers so he was like trying to play it cool and I fired the cop up, and luckily my dad didn't go to jail. He, he let us off with some uh, 70. It was 70 and a, a 30 or a 40. Oh. He, he was letting us off instead of uh, taking us jail for drag racing. Oh,
1: man. Well, as long as we're so. talking about drag racing, then what's the fastest you've ever driven on the highway?
2: Uh, 170 in my Corvette, and it wasn't on the highway. It was uh, Country Road by my house.
1: 170, you said?
2: Yep, the, the dotted line turned solid about that point.
1: That's got to be pretty close to a record.
2: Uh, well, well, somebody's in more
1: Yeah, Lucido was going pretty fast, too, in something once. But it yeah. doesn't matter. I can't ever remember. Too many of these already. <laughs> yeah.
0: What's uh, your What's your favorite drink? Mountain Dew.
1: Oh, that a boy.
0: Uh, if you could own any car in the world, what car do you wish you had? Well, that's easy. McLaren P1. <laughs> Simple and easy. All right. Well, hey, that's that's kind of a wrap on our end, CJ. Is there anything else you want to mention at all?
2: Man, I don't think so. I think I've uh, told my share of stories tonight. I think uh, it's been a pleasure being on here with you guys. i uh, done a lot of these these podcast things and uh this one's been pretty
0: fun well glad you enjoyed it <laughs> we're just a bunch of guys that don't know what we're doing so thanks <laughs> thanks for coming on and we really do appreciate this cj
2: sounds good if you guys at the racetrack stop by and say hi right.
1: oh uh, we will we'll see you at houston's for sure best of luck on
0: your season
2: all right sounds good thanks guys
0: the laurel ridge barn it can host corporate events fundraisers award ceremonies family reunions photography studio time and always weddings this barn is absolutely spectacular if you have not seen it you have to go to their website laurelridgebarn.com you can also call them at 605-951-0867 you can call or text that number again, that's 605 951 0867. They are located at 47677 Slip Up Creek Road. No, I didn't make that up. It's 47677 Slip Up Creek Road in Sioux Falls, South Dakota. So if you have a wedding or any of those other things, give them a look because I'm telling you, this place is amazing. And we're back with Hoagie's Garage. Tobe, CJ was absolutely awesome. Yep, great guy. Gonna hey, definitely have to stop down and say hi when he gets up here. Even gave us a little good plug there at the end. Yeah, made it sound like he liked us. Yeah, I appreciate yep. that.
1: We'll take all we can hey, get.
0: Tobe, seriously, everybody likes us. <laughs> they don't know <laughs> Man, us. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, Nobody but, knows us, so they have to. Uh, seriously, thanks, thanks to CJ. Absolutely awesome. We yep. wish him the absolute best this year. Um... But, yeah, another great podcast. Yep. And we actually have two more tonight. So, so
1: round one done. We'll continue on. Yep. I'll have a Pepsi to get some caffeine and some sugar in me, and we'll be golden. All right. Hoagie's Garage. We're out.